This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplify. Hey, Amplify You family, Michelle Abraham here, your host. Today, I'm bringing you a Ask the Expert interview. Today, I've got Talal Gondal with me. Talal, I just want to say hi first before I tell our audience more about you and how amazing you are. Hey, Michelle, so glad to be here. I'm super excited. Let's do this thing. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here too. So uh, uh, Amplify You family, let me share with you a little bit more about Talal. So Talal is the author of a number one best-selling book, Turbocharge Networking. So there's a reason he's here. Him and I have a passion for networking and collect, connecting and collaborating. And so we're going to get into all that juicy stuff. So in his book, he shares a message that care, value, and service are the three tour turbocharges to building human connection. And human connection is critical to network and building authentic long-term relationships. I could not agree more. So a little bit more about Chalai. He's also a speaker on a mission to help people cultivate the mindset and develop the skill set to become the world-class networkers in their personal lives and business lives. He's coming to us all the way from England, and uh, it's not in the middle of the night there. It's not early in the morning, so I think we're good in the middle of the day here today. <laughs> that is a good time. So, Tala, welcome, and thank you so much to thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm I'm super excited to be here, Michelle. I I, I really want to make sure that I come here and serve your audience. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. Awesome. Well, I would love to just uh, dive in and, you know, you and I have both hold networking dear to our hearts. How has networking really impacted your business over the last few years? So networking was something that I stumbled into. It, it wasn't something that I knew anything about when I started because I do not come from an entrepreneurial background. I don't come from a business background. I don't come from a corporate background. I don't come from a sales background. And um, because I, I was actually trained as a, an educator, as a math teacher. And so what happened was that uh, I lost my job and uh, I didn't know what to do. I reached out to everybody I knew and, uh, you know, didn't get much of a response. And I thought, hey, you know what? I think I think I need to start hanging around different people because, you know, while I, I care, and I love everybody that I'm surrounded by, all my friends, all my colleagues, all my family. They, they just didn't have the answers that I was looking for at that time. You know, in that desperate situation when you really want to know, you know, what's next? What should I go into? You know, maybe there's an introduction somebody can make. Maybe somebody can refer me to, um, you know, a, a place where they're looking for uh, an opening or something. You know, then nothing came about. So I started to look into this thing uh, called networking. I didn't have a clue about it, but uh, what came out of it was, Michelle, the fact that I was able to become friends and get in touch with top influencers, top experts, um, you know, uh, people who, who are top thought leaders in their respective fields. And uh, I started like a YouTube show where I started doing interviews, just like, you know, this podcast interview we're doing right now. And uh, it just really was phenomenal that, you know, me just being a 
math teacher, um, I was able to get in front of, you know, top world leaders and, uh, you know, essentially get free advice, free mentoring from them. Um, so that's kind of like the backstory about, uh, you know, how I got into it. And what's come out of it is it's been phenomenal. You know, I've had so many opportunities, investment opportunities, opportunities to come and, you know, speak at uh, amazing, um, you know, online summits, virtual summits. Um, I've uh, gone on radio shows, I've gone on podcasts, I've delivered presentations and trainings, uh, and it's it's just been an absolute whirlwind. And it everything came about because I started to look into this idea of just connecting with other people and seeing, you know, how I can just show up and serve them. You know, what are they going through right now? Try to understand where they're coming from. Uh, what are their challenges? What are their pain points? What are they excited about? What's working for them? What's not working for them? Why do they do what they do? And so, you know, just being curious and authentic uh, really allowed me to just connect with everybody. Um, and uh, I, 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 I can't believe where I am right now. You know, all these things that have happened, all this, all the stuff that I was able to, uh, you know, be a part of. Um, it's just been a phenomenal journey. And none of that would have come about uh, if, I, if, if I didn't know the right people. And I believe that that's what networking is all about. It's about knowing the right people. It's about connecting with the right people. And I'm sure you have got more questions on this. We're going to dive deep into that. Yeah, absolutely. I love, um, you know, it's interesting. The word networking um, has kind of had a bad connotation to it for the last like few years. And, and you know, I think that people started calling it connecting and like I did as like I do as well. So tell us a little bit about your experience in the word networking and, and, and how you can make that be a really positive experience and a positive uh, for, for our audience of maybe thinking at home, like, Oh God, networking is one of those like things that you don't, like, Oh, it just feels like, like hard to do. Um, I, I love doing it. So, <laughs> and I know you do. So share with us a little bit of how our audience at home can maybe get started doing it would not feel so awkward. <laughs> Sure, Michelle. So I believe that actually networking is something that happens all the time and it happens naturally. Because every single interaction we have, every every sort of communication we have with somebody else, we're networking, you know, whether that's in our personal life or in our business life, it doesn't matter. Essentially, we're just networking and it happens naturally. Because the way I define networking is the fact that networking is all about human connection. And you build human connection with every single interaction, with every single bit of communication that you have with somebody else. And so networking is, is something that I feel, um, you know, when, when, when you try and isolate it, when you try and, you know, kind of um, uh, pull it to one side and try to only apply to one area, which is like sales and business and, you know, trying to get clients and making sure that, you know, you're meeting your KPIs and meeting your targets and things like this, then it starts to become stagnant. And that's where you get the negative connotation from, right? Because people feel like, oh, I'm being sold to and you know they're just here to take my money or somebody just wants something out of me or somebody just wants to sell me something and i think that networking is something that's much bigger than that it's just how we communicate so when we focus on building human connection it just changes how you actually view networking and you just you know as as humans we just want to connect with you know other people we just want to know what they're all about we're naturally curious and I think that's what networking is really all about. And I believe that if you want to, you know, naturally connect with somebody else and you want to build that human connection, you need three things. There are three pillars, three key ideals to building human connection. And they are care, value, and service. 
So if you come from a place of care, value, and service, you will naturally build human connection. You don't have to try and be somebody else. You don't have to put on a persona. You don't have to follow an agenda. You just naturally connect with people, right? Because, and people see that. You know, something I refer to in my book is, is a piece of research um, from uh, University of New South Wales, where they discovered that we have a very highly evolved sense of intuition. We can tell when somebody's faking it. We can tell when somebody's got an agenda. We can tell when somebody's trying to put something on. And we might not be able to voice it, but we can definitely sense it. <laughs> and so everybody's shields go up. And so I feel that networking is, is a flow because relationships are a flow, right? Just like flowing water down a stream, down a river. That's what happens. It's natural. It's just a flow. You shouldn't have to force it. You shouldn't have to, you know, try and, uh, you know, crowbar it into it. Like today, this is networking time. And now I'm networking. You're networking all the time, man. Like just, you, it happens naturally. It happens organically. So that's my view on networking. And that's what the message behind my book is that, you know, it's, it's about human connection. It's about care, value, and service. The three core ideals of care, value, and service. And, and they allow you to build human connection. Love it. Those are great. Uh, when you're out and about and networking in life, as you do, are there certain things that you're doing um, to nurture that relationship right after you meet someone? Yeah, absolutely. So when you meet somebody, I think the biggest thing is that you want to make sure you are being curious. You're being curious about them, right? You're more interested in them than trying to be interesting yourself. You're not really talking about yourself um, because that's, that's a big, you know, sort of thing that most people do. Oh, I do this. And then this happened. And then I went there and then it's, you, you talk about yourself all the time, but then the reverse is also true. The other person also likes talking about themselves. So if you give them the chance, if you're naturally curious, you ask about, you know, who they are, you know, why they are doing what they're doing, etc you start to build that sort of uh, rapport, okay? And one big tick that I'll share here is, uh, you know, focus on things that are common, that you have in common, right? So for example, you both might be into sports uh, or you both might like art, you know, whatever it is. So try and focus on that to really drive the conversation deeper because then you start to feel, you know, a, a, a synergy, a connection that would probably not be there otherwise. Um, and then once you've built that rapport, um, you know, that then allows you to, you know, start to work on that relationship and that long-term relationship. I like to say, how do you nurture that relationship? So one of the quick things that I will share with people right now is that relationships are about the long-term investment. Okay. So keep the long-term vision in mind when you are trying to nurture that relationship. And the best way that I have found to nurture that relationship is to just show up in the moment, okay, and just, you know, be curious, find out what's happening in their world. Uh, so that's, that's, the, that's the first pillar, care. You're showing up curious. You're showing up, you know, genuinely caring about the other person. You really want to, you know, show them that you're in, trying to invest in the relationship. The next part is value. So once you know what's happening in their world, what are they working on, et cetera, you know, what they're finding exciting, what are the challenges, what are the pain points, you then try and find a way to add value to them. You know, what can you do to serve them? Okay. And it, it doesn't have to be anything big, Michelle. You know, people think that it has to be something absolutely groundbreaking. No, you just 
you might want to just send them, you know, a message saying, hey, I, I, I know that, uh, you know, your uh, your family has just gone uh, through this difficulty. Maybe they had COVID. And, you know, I, 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 I just wanted to reach out to you. And uh, I just wanted to say that, hey, I hope everything is well. I'm here if you need anything. Um, and uh, I hope everything is well. And so you just, you know, having a positive impact on somebody's day. Uh, so it doesn't have to be anything groundbreaking. Maybe you share a book, maybe you share an article with them. Maybe you just make an introduction, right? Doesn't have to be anything groundbreaking. Um, and so you, you, you show up in the moment, you try and find a way to add value to them. And the final part to that is service, right? So service is where you really show, where you demonstrate through your actions, not just your words, because, you know, we know words are cheap, People make promises and then they don't follow through. Okay. So service is about follow through. It's about making sure that you have a process in place to actually do that follow through, to make sure you do serve them and not just for the moment, but you constantly show up and do it again and again and again. So here's an important principle I'm going to share with everybody that I talk about in my book. It's the idea of disproportionate value, right? The other person receiving disproportionate value because, you know, they suddenly don't have to go and make 100 different relationships. They can just make one relationship with you. They can just make one connection with you. They can just know one person, which is you. And then over the long term, they get so much value out of just that one relation because you're constantly trying to show up and add value to them, right? Trying to serve them. Even your past clients, right? You just call them up. It's just like, hey, I just couldn't stop thinking about you. You know, I, I just, you're just on my mind. And I'm just leaving you this message to find out, you know, what's, what's new with your life? Haven't spoken to you in a while. You know, how, sorry, how are the kids? How are the family, et cetera? And uh, I'm just wondering, you know, since the sale or since we last spoke, how can I best serve you right now? Is there anything else that we can do for you? Is there any way that we can improve our service? Is there anything else that you need from us? Right? And so th that's it. That, that's sometimes that's all it takes right so it's the idea of disproportionate value because I, I i can guarantee that not a lot of people keep the long-term vision in mind when they're trying to build a connection when they know somebody when they connect with somebody for the first time so there's just that in the moment and then they're off but if you have and i'm going to stress this if you have a process in place <laughs> then that that is the biggest leverage point you have towards nurturing those relationships over the long term Right. I love that you said that. And, you know, I was just thinking the other day where we connect people to speak on podcasts all the time. And I was like, I wish I had a database of all the people I had met who have podcasts or are interesting because then I can just go look at it and then be like, okay, here, connect these this person to this person and all those kinds of things. And so do you have like a specific process when you meet people that you follow up at a certain cadence afterwards and connect with them on a certain cadence? Yeah. So I, I think, first of all, I would say that having a process is very important. You need to have a process in place, right? Uh, because otherwise you, you, it, it will just fall through the cracks, right? People fall through the cracks. You lose, keep track of who's who and uh, you know, how you connected with them and uh, etc. So you want to have a process in place. Um, and you also want to have a follow-up process. Like, you know, at, at what time you want to get in touch with them, you know, and how regularly do you stay in touch, etc. And so two things I will mention. Number one is that you want to make sure that you put people in the right category in your network. Okay. And so what I mean by that is, for example, the level A, okay, level one or level A, we want to, whatever you want to call it, is the people who are closest. That's your inner circle, right? 
That's your power base. That's everybody that you know that you want to keep close because they're super important to you, right? For your business, for your personal life, whatever it is, right? That could be your team, your clients, your coaches, your mentors, your family, your, you know, whoever. Like you want to keep these people super close, right? And you're staying in touch with them absolutely regularly, okay? Then the next sort of section could be, you know, level two or category B. And these are people who are important. You need to know them. You want to stay in touch with them, et cetera. But you don't have any immediate reason to be in touch with them, right? Okay. So they can be the next level down, which is, you know, the, the next category, level two or category B. The level C is people who are kind of like, you know, casual acquaintances. You kind of get in touch with them. You stay in touch, you know, from time to time. But it's not important. You know, it's not critical. Okay, so that could be category C. And then I would say there's another level, uh, you know, level four, category D, where basically everybody you meet kind of falls into the category and gets filtered into one of the other three. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's 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 a good sort of, you know, simple system to have, simple system to follow. Okay. And then in terms of follow through with each category based on the importance, you will have different steps for follow through. Right. Now, in terms of, um, how you actually, you know, what system you use, etc. And there's so many things like, you know, there are advanced CRMs and, you know, there's databases and all sorts of other stuff. And hey, if that works for you, go for it. If you want to make an investment in this, go for it. But I am a big fan of simplicity. So what I advise people is that, you know, have something that works for you. Okay. Your own system. It doesn't have to be a, you know, specific CRM or database or, you know, piece of software, whatever. It just has to work for you. It could be a spreadsheet. It could be a simple spreadsheet. You just set it up, right? That's right. cool. Uh, but there are other, you know, awesome things you can look at as well. You know, the brain, for example, that's an amazing piece of software. If anybody wants to go explore that, that's amazing. Somebody introduced me to that and I became a fan. Um, and there's other, so many other, you know, networking tools and websites are, are out there that people can go and check out. But mainly it's just something that works for you. I think that's the most important thing because you can have the best thing in the world, but if it doesn't work for you, it's useless. <laughs> yeah. Or if it's just sitting there empty, you know, actually utilize it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It doesn't work. So Amy can just even start with a spreadsheet or something as simple as that and, and, and check in. Do you have a, like a preferred like cadence that you follow up with people in the certain categories, like in level B, like you follow up with them once a week kind of thing or check in with them once a week? So one of the things that uh, I advise people is that uh, when you are putting people into categories, first of all, don't keep those fixed. People can move between categories, a fluid thing, right? Based on circumstances, based on situation, et cetera. That's the first thing. The second thing is that when you have, uh, you know, one category, like category B, category C, category A, whatever, uh, you know, setup you want to have. And this is just one example that I use because it's a simple one, right? Like you can build more intricate systems if you want to. Uh, but this is just a simple one. So when when you have that, what what I really want you to focus on is that the the actual communication you're going to have, okay, as long as it's consistent over time, mm-hmm. That will yield you more results rather than actually, you know, just saying, okay, category B people, they're important. So I need to stay in touch with them. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to try and message them, um, you know, let's say, uh, you know, once a month, yeah. for example. Okay. 
So you need to have a strong follow-up system in place. So category B people, for example, it could be that, you know, once a month, uh, and, and this, this is a cool one, just leave a short voice message on WhatsApp, right? Right. And then you, you know, with a follow-up, you, you know, type a short message uh, and say, Hey, just left you, uh, you know, a, a message on WhatsApp. Um, and so when you get a chance, have a look, we'd love to hear from you. Um, I've got a couple of ideas that I want to bounce off you. That's it. Okay. But that initial thing that, you know, they have a voice message and they have, you know, the written message uh, as well. It basically gives you multiple, like, you know, levels of attack. So the other person will pick up, you know, the uh, actual worded message or the actual recorded message, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever you, you know, left the message as. Um, and then they, you, they, that would be a prompt for them to get back to you. Right. And you were actually, you know, kind of, leading them from one to the other right. right hey i've just sent you this message you can drop a quick email drop a you know quick dm on on linkedin or something etc and then say for example you can have a follow-up of that you know okay listen i i haven't heard back from you it's, it's been a few days it's been a week you know whatever um and I, I i really know that you know this is something we need to talk about there's something important I want to talk to you about um and at that point you leave them another you know short message Etc. So it's like these these little steps that you build into your system um, that will really allow you to get the most results. So for category B, for example, if you're getting in touch with them once a month, well, you know, let's say you have this like three step process will yeah. really help you. It does. It doesn't take you know tons of extra time, but just recording a quick message, even when you're like you know walking around or something, just drop a quick message, and then you know when you get a chance, you know write a couple of lines and say, hey drop you that message, check it out. We have something important to talk about. Yeah, I love it. Um, we were teaching yesterday in our masterclass, Evans and I, the 7-11-4 rule, which is like the seven hours of interaction across 11 touch points in four separate locations. And it's interesting how you're, you're talking like that, that's for like a for a buyer. So I'm just thinking of networking in the business space those two the messages and the follow-up of the message like that's that's great that's more touch points that's more places that you can connect with and um add value and and be of service to someone i, I love that that's great no worries i i honestly think that you know when you are trying to nurture relationships um you know it it can really be a big drain on your time and your your energy um, and your brain power, right? Your thinking process. So just keep it simple, mm -hmm. right? Um, dropping like, you know, somebody a 15, 20 second message, audio message on WhatsApp uh, or LinkedIn. I mean, that that's, that's something that we can all do. But if we have built that in place in our system, then it, you can pretty much operate on autopilot. And that's the beauty of it when you keep it simple. Super. So it's so interesting because um, I feel like when you're, it's not in front of you or the like the, as someone that connects with a lot of people, I meet a lot of people and I feel like if it's not in front of me to see that all the time, then it could easily escape me. And someone is super interesting that I wanted to connect with. Uh, I met somewhere and then I didn't have it down in front of me to follow up with them. I could forget about them and be missed out on that opportunity to connect with them. So um, I like that. I, li I really like that a lot. Um, these, I was at an event. This, these guys, they had this thing where they actually took a picture of you with them um, and text it to you 
uh, right at the event there so that they could automatically be in contact with you right from the start. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. And one quick tip I'll share with you here, Michelle, because obviously you, you, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you like to stay in touch with lots of people, but easy to miss them is the fact that, you know, we all have a voice activated assistant on our phone, right? right. The Google assistant or the Apple assistant. And so as soon as the thought kind of pops in your head, uh, the best thing to do is just set a reminder with the assistant. It's like, mm. remind me to, you know, get in touch with Michelle, um, you know, uh, tomorrow at 8 a.m. So when I wake up tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., there we go. I have a notification straight on go. my phone. Um, and it's like, oh, there we go. Yep, I have to get in touch with Michelle. I'm going to, you know, send her a message. So as soon as something like that, uh, you know, pops in your head, you can just, you know, record something quick with your assistant on your phone. And again, just keep it simple. You know, you, that, that thought doesn't go astray then because you're not looking about, oh, where's my calendar? Where's my, where's my calendar? I don't have my laptop in front of me. Like you don't need all those things. You know, you you, you can just record, you know, just short messages uh, or WhatsApp or your, you know, with your phone assistant, Um, even just drop things on your calendar. Evernote is a great piece of software where you can, you know, set reminders and like, you know, build, uh, build lists, you know, for different people, category A, B, C, D. Just mm-hmm. as long as you keep it simple, I think that's the most important thing because that allows you to have lots of follow through because follow through is important, right? Yeah, that's the most absolutely. important thing. So it just allows you to have lots of follow through. And I think that that's, that's super powerful. Hmm, those are great. I love that. And I always forget how, how of a great assistant, my assistant on my phone here is, and, and I don't have to pay her much at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I always forget to use that, that little, uh, fancy little thing there on my phone. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. Well, Talal, this has been fantastic. I know our audience have gotten lots of great nuggets from you. If you could leave us with one thing that you would do or you would like to see people do differently in networking uh, that would make a difference in the way that they they conduct themselves please uh, share that with us and then anything else you'd like to share with our audiences before we let you go sure absolutely michelle so um the one thing i would tell everybody to do um is make sure that you set the right intention right set the right intention because you can have the best strategies, you can have the best systems, you can have the best database in the world, but that will only get you so far if you don't set the right intention. Right. And so it, when it comes to networking, I believe it's all about human connection. And I believe that human connection can only be developed and built and nurtured through care, value, and service. So if you come from a place of care, value, and service consistently over a long period of time, how can you fail? Very true. I've built my business uh, along the way on those principles and it served me very well. And I love, I just love, like, you know, it's just like the people in your network are just so cool. When you lead with those things, I think you just, you know, have such an interesting and amazing network uh, that you're surrounding yourself with all the time with, you know, I hear people all the time say, oh, I wish all the negative people would get off of Facebook or, you know, all this negativity. And I'm like, I don't see any of that because the people I've chosen to surround myself with are not like that at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, 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 it's about the right intention uh, and then the right intention will set you on the right path. So definitely, you know, I, I, you know, we, we can, we can, you know, go deeper into some of this stuff. Obviously we're running out of time, so that's fine. But really the idea of care, value and service um, is is so important, I believe, because they talk about, you know, I I relate to a larger framework, uh, you know, on care, value and service. uh, And that's all to do with 
your heart set, your mindset, and your skill set. Um, and, and, you know, essentially it's those three things together that allow you to really go and build human connection, nurture those relationships. Um, and, you know, the, the, the thing that I will share with people is that obviously, you know, um, the, 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 all of this is in my book. Right. Uh, my, the, the main message behind my book is about human connection and care values. Obviously, I share strategies and tactics in there as well. And they also get access to, you know, 20 other people, 20, you know, of the top uh, thought leaders, top experts from their fields have also contributed to the book. Right. Yeah. So they get insights from those guys as well. But, you know, it's it all starts with intention. It all starts with your heart. Right. But if you if you have the right intention, you have your, you have you have your heart in the right place, then everything works out for you. Awesome, I love it. So, Tala, where can we find your book? My book is available on Amazon. Uh, people can also go to www.turbochargednetworking.com, and they can learn more about the book there uh, and have a bit more of a deeper dive. Um, and uh, if if anybody wants to actually connect with me, uh, best place to do is through LinkedIn because I hang around on LinkedIn. Great. Okay. Well, awesome. Talal, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's been so great to chat with you and guys go check out his book, go buy his book and uh, then reach out on LinkedIn and say you read his book and leave him a review. That'd be so awesome. Right. So all the, all the more things you can do leading with service and care and value. So thank you so much Talal, for sharing all your wonderful nuggets with us today. Thank you, Michelle, for having me uh, and for people in the audience. Um, you know, I would say that you, Michelle comes and serves you every single time. Um, and so I think the best thing we can do to say thank you to Michelle is to make sure that we actually leave her a review <laughs> and uh, also make sure that we subscribe um, and we share these conversations with people who are close to us, because I'm sure there's lots of people close to us who need to hear this. So spread this message, you know, spread these conversations with other people because Michelle comes here and serves us every single time so powerfully. I think that's the least we can do. So I'd strongly, you know, urge everybody to do the same. Thank you, Talal. So great to see you. Till next time, Amplify You family, go out there and be wonderful. Remember, your uniqueness is your genius. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, and review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.